Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I I use Go Sleeves to recover from injuries. Go Sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today, and if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. 
Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. That's why he's a professional. That's why everybody wants them on, his, on their show. And that's why he's finally back on the show for the first time since we're on Sirius Satellite Radio, SB Nation Radio, Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, no matter what they're paying him at TNT, it's not it enough. ain't enough. The man who single-handedly saved golf along with uh, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods. And Tiger yeah, Woods. That guy, Tiger Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The great Charles Barkley. Chuck, how are you, man? What's up, brother? I haven't seen you, man. I've been trying to get you on the show for a couple months, man. You've been ducking me. Hey, man, uh, you, you know, you, you didn't try doing the quarantine. You tried when I was busy. <laughs> hey, so now when I'm not busy, uh, I'm glad. Hey, man, hold on one second. Hey, my alarm is going off. Can y'all call me back on the, because my, I, I had my alarm set to, to do you guys, and my alarm is in the background. Can y'all hear this? Uh, no, I don't hear the alarm at all, man. Okay. So, hey, first of all, before we do say anything else, <laughs> these, uh, these jackass of the ESPN doing what they normally do. So, you know, there's this story out that Michael didn't want Isaiah on the dream team. So I guess there's some tape to prove it. Have you guys heard that? I saw that this yes. morning on ESPN.com. Yeah, that's one of the top stories there. And we're okay, still rehashing, no, the, we're no, still rehashing the last dance, Charles? No, 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 I don't mind rehashing the last dance, but I want to make one thing perfectly clear. You, you, you see in there, see, ESPN didn't even call me because they're jackasses sometimes. They didn't even call me to get, to, to, to say anything. You know that Chuck, that they say, Chuck don't want Isaiah on the dream team? Can y'all hear me? Yes, I hear you. I that's remember. Chuck Daly. No, no, that's Chuck Daly. <laughs> Yeah, everybody calls it's you Chuck a... now, and everybody thinks it's Chuck because everybody calls you Chuck. Right. I've called you Chuck forever because that's what I've always called you. And yeah, but I'm saying ESPN saying, because uh, I guess uh, Michael did something with Jack McCallum, and they got him on tape saying he didn't want Isaiah on the team. And then somebody says, um, well, Chuck doesn't want uh, Isaiah on the team. And ESPN just say, yeah, yeah, and Charles Barker didn't want us. First of all, that's Chuck Daly. <laughs> uh, and, and, and like, but see, that just pisses me off because I've said, and, I, and as I'm telling you guys, and I've said this a hundred times, I was never asked about Isaiah Thomas on the Dream Team. Uh, I want to make that clear. So it just pisses me off. And now I'm going to have to answer some stuff probably the next few days. Listen, whatever Michael said, and they got it on tape. Clearly, he lied during the he lied during the uh, last dance. But I want to make it clear on that tape when they're talking about Chuck did not want uh, Isaiah. They're talking about Chuck Daly. So, man, I'm glad you guys let me get that off my chest. No, I'm glad. And I saw, I saw, I saw the story. Michael George supposedly told Rod Thorne. Rod Thorne, yeah, yeah, who was part of so the basketball. So that was just bad reporting on ESPN's part. Thank you. Thank you. Bad journalism. They didn't do the research. They didn't clarify. Well, you know how it works. Charles are trying to milk this thing for everything they can get because yeah. it got great ratings. And there's nothing else to talk about. And they're about. trying to steal your thunder after you saved the world of golf over the weekend, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. That was one of the most fun things that I've done uh, on television. It was a great weekend. All four guys made it fun, you know, raising $20 million. But, you know, you know, we knew that Peyton and Phil were going to do their thing. 
Uh, Tom surprised everybody. You know, he don't normally let his guard down. He was awesome. He stuck it to me pretty good with that birdie. <laughs> Tiger, Tiger was pretty good also. He was good. Yeah. He but, man, isn't it, it, Peyton the best? Oh, yeah. I mean, Peyton is just the best. No, you're actually the best. I think Peyton's trying to be like you. But, no, Peyton's naturally funny. He's very too. entertaining. He's like you, man. You guys yeah. just naturally are funny. You don't have to worry about making sure you don't say the wrong thing. And we all say the wrong thing sometimes. But you, if you, you be yourself, man. Be true to yourself. And that's what you do. And that's what Peyton does. Well, if you don't take yourself that serious. If you watch Peyton, uh, I don't, listen, I every time when I sit down with are confident that I'm going to do their commercials. The first thing I say is, hey, how can we make the commercial funny? Our job is that we're trying to sell a product. Let's make people laugh. And clearly, if you watch Peyton, I don't think anybody has done a better job than Peyton who, when he makes a commercial, they're all hilarious. Even going back to when he hosted Saturday Night Live, you can see, man, he understands, like, hey, I'm a football player. Let me make people laugh and have some fun. And that's when you have the have big make the best commercials. He's got really good comedic timing, though, and I think it's natural. Well, come on now, stop that. We all got comedic timing. We do the same damn shot over and over and make it funny. Stop it. Wait a minute. Not everybody has the same comedic sports talk radio talent that I do, Charles. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you, hey, first of all, you are correct because you don't get to take your show over. <laughs> that's know, right. When, if, if you came, listen. Hey, when I first started making commercials, I said, man, it's going to be some hard work. Oh, no, no, it's not that hard. You go, we're going to keep doing it until you get it right. <laughs> That's right. You can't do this on live radio. When you stink on live radio and you make a mistake, that always the stank is always there, man. It's out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you know, uh, I got to tell you something. I found out a lot during this uh, pandemic that there's a lot of guys got zero talent on radio and TV because – some of this stuff, they're just making up stuff to talk about. I mean, a couple of months ago, they were like, who's more responsible for the Patriots success, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? I'm like, that's not a real subject, is it? <laughs> and these guys talked about it every day. And, yeah. I, and I'm like, come on, man. I know I know y'all are desperate. Can't y'all come up with something fun to talk about without, listen, Tom's the greatest football player ever. Bill's the greatest football coach ever. But I hate that, you know, and this, I'm, I'm really, between Michael and LeBron, the last, this is like 30 for 30 came out. You know, they've been driving me crazy. Hey, Michael, in my opinion, is the greatest basketball player ever. The closest I've ever seen to him is Kobe Bryant. And LeBron is great also. Uh, we don't have to make up stuff. There's enough stuff that happened in sports. But, Charles, you know what happened. And I said this because I got, I got hired to be on Sirius XM and SB Nation Radio while everybody was having no sports to talk about. People are firing people at radio and TV stations, and they hired me. You know why? Because I'm not blowing my own horn here, but they said if anybody can talk about things other than sports or make it entertaining when there is no sports, no, they specifically that's what you have said to be if able anybody to... can talk about nothing, yeah. it's Tony Bruno. And so we didn't resort to that. They're still here in local Philly radio. They're still debating Nick Falls over, over Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah. That's topics oh, hey, for hey, weeks and weeks. They keep hey, talking about that stuff, man. You are correct. But, Tony, listen, man, nobody can keep a job as long as you have unless you got some talent. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Not that that wouldn't be fun. 
Uh, anytime people, but hey, anytime somebody blow smoke up your ass, it's a lot of fun. But nobody, no, no, seriously though, nobody can be in the business as long as you've been in the business if you don't have talent. Well, I blow, you, you, I blow smoke. Whenever you and I get together, we're smoking up in Tahoe cigars. cigars. We're blowing smoke up each other's asses all the time. Well, well, first of all, I'm already. Please don't bring up Tahoe right now. I'm already depressed that. I'm going to be working my ass off all summer. Number one, they ruined the whole summer for me. Now they ruined Tahoe for me. Like, it's going to suck to be working all summer. That's the one thing that was great about, number one, playing in the NBA and having a TV job. You get the entire summer off to play golf and fish. <laughs> and now I can see now I'm going to be stuck on TV all summer, so it's going to suck. That's the real reason why Shaq and you didn't want the NBA to come back, isn't it? <laughs> hey, you know, it's really – listen, it is what it is. I, I Listen, I, I just worry about the player safety. Uh, that's my biggest concern. Uh, man, this thing has been so sad and so bad. You know, I feel obviously blessed at frontline workers and the nurses and everybody who's lost somebody or got sick, but – you know, man, this thing is so dangerous, and I don't know how you can make it safe. You know, they're looking at putting these players in a bubble for two to three months, and, you know, my first question is, what happens if a guy tests positive? They got to forfeit the series, don't they? We can't stop the playoffs every time. If we stop the playoffs every time a guy tests positive, we might not ever play. We might not ever finish the season. Yeah, so but you know, what, you know what they're doing, though, Charles? It looks like the original plan that if one person gets sick, they shut everything down. Even baseball, which has been the worst as far as trying to get something done, they're saying now that if a player gets sick, that player then is taken off the team, and, and that's why they're going to have 30-man rosters. But baseball has been, the, has been the slowest on this, and they've got the biggest mess. But hockey, the commissioner today is saying they're going to bring hockey back, and they're going to have hey, 24 hey, teams. Hey, and I know you're a big hockey fan, Charles. I, I, you know hockey. hockey the, the Stanley Club playoffs are the best sporting event in the world. But let me tell you something. You can have 100 players on a team in the NBA. If you lose Giannis, LeBron, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, it don't matter about those other 99. So, I, like I say, that's my biggest concern. Uh, first of all, I don't think you can quarantine one player. I mean, I don't think you can. I think if one of your players gets sick, I think you've got to take the – I mean, you know, you probably expose to yourself to the rest of the team. Yeah, but they're going to test these guys. Again, I'm not a doctor, but I see that if one player turns – because they're going to test people all the time. Because as we get – as the more we go into this, we're seeing more and more rapid tests available. And so I, what I'm hearing is one player tests positive when he walks into the facility, he immediately gets put in – see, because you can't put – healthy people in quarantine and then keep the sick people out you've got to quarantine the sick people and keep the healthy people out there and keep testing them that's the way i think well, they're going to do it yeah but my point is if you lose lebron or anthony davis or Kawhi, oh yeah if you lose them for two games in a series the series is over i so hear that, you that, so that's the thing that's the thing that scares me if Giannis or lebron or somebody like that you know, if, if Giannis, God forbid, number one, God forbid, if Giannis gets sick and has to miss the first round of the playoffs, the Milwaukee Bucks are not going to win. Yeah, they're, they're out. out. Yeah. 
And, and, and you know, and what about you know something like the hotel maids? Uh, are we testing the hotel maids every day? Uh, are we t- testing the people at room service every day? I mean, it's to me a lot of unanswered questions. Uh, so that's what scares me. Because God forbid one of these guys get their wife or girlfriend or one of their kids sick or their mom and dad or mo- uh, grandparents. Uh, I think that would just that just would not look good for for the league. So let me ask you again. You said it earlier. Shaq said it. They shouldn't bother to even finish this season. Do you still believe it? I know you said that they are going to play. Do you still believe that it's not worth playing? I don't think it's safe to play. That's just my personal opinion. Listen, listen, I'm I'm 100% sure they're going to play just when I'm hearing from my my people. But I just just don't listen. I just don't know how it's going to be safe. Uh, I really don't. Uh, I, I would hate for something bad to happen, uh, but like I say, I, I'm concerned about the safety, uh, and I'm, I'm concerned what I said a few minutes ago. I would hate to see one of the stars get hurt and they lose in the first round or second round of the playoffs to an inferior team. That wouldn't be fair at all. What do you think is going to be the toughest uh, sort of rule to adhere to for these guys if they do get together for two months in Orlando and try to play it? Staying, you know, eating real, and, and then they're not, you know, with all the crap that's going around and people sick and everything, thinking these young guys going to stay in the hotel, uh, not see their families for two to three months. I, I know that sounds simple, uh, but I, I, I'm not sure guys want to do that. Uh, I mean, I think that's some, that's a very, uh, comp- it's a, this is so complicated because, there's, and I, and I tell people, I don't think there's any, you know, Tim Kirchner had the best line ever. And I got to give him credit. He says, all these ideas are bad. We just want to take the best bad idea and go play. <laughs> so there's no good idea with this, this pandemic. It's, a, it's really tough. It's really sad. A lot of people are going to lose their businesses. A lot of people have already died. There's no great ideas. We just going to have to. We just want to play sports and take the best bad idea. Now, Chuck, do you think part of your thinking is because you had your own coronavirus scare? You know, I was never worried, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, I just, listen, I, you know, Tony, I got a new product for you to try, too. What is it? Is it hair uh, stuff? What is it? <laughs> Testosterone? No, so. Hey, 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 hair is overrated. I, I bought a, a, hey, I bought a vodka gin distillery in Alabama. So I got to get you some product. Oh, gin. man, we drink vodka every week on the show, man. We're looking for a vodka sponsor. This is gin, though, I think. That vodka and gin. No, I, no, I got vodka and gin. Oh, okay. So, so, oh, so what happened, that, to, answer, to answer your question, so I had been in Alabama for the week weekend opening up the distillery. So I signed autographs for, for a bunch of days, so hundreds and hundreds of cases. To my Auburn people, shout out War Eagle. War Eagle. And then I then I had parties every night, giving people free vodka. And I did that for three days. It was long days. Then I flew to New York to do Colbert. And by the time I got to Atlanta, I was completely exhausted and didn't feel good. And they said, "Well, you should take a test." I said, "I feel fine. I'm just exhausted." So I, ended up, I took the test, and I got stuck in my damn condo for 10 days. I thought I was going to kill myself. I was insane being in a, in a little small, confined space. So uh, I took the test for TNT. It took 10 days. 
when I got it back, because I, I, I felt better after I got a couple of days good uh, good night's sleep. Uh, but I was never worried. Cause like I said, I felt better like two days later. I was just exhausted. Uh, but uh, I'd be honest with you, the, uh, the only person I know it that is Patrick Ewing who has gotten the virus. I don't think any. Uh, I've been in Arizona for the last two months, and I don't know any person who has the virus. Thank goodness. And I, other than reading about Pat, talking to Patrick, he's the only person. What's really, what's really ironic about it. So I don't know if you guys heard the story. I was doing um, Buster Olney's podcast. Mm-hmm. So. When I first, uh, when it first came out that I was uh, quarantined, uh, you know, I, I got a call from uh, M- uh, Mike Trout, and I thought he was calling to see if I was all right. And he was calling to see did I give him the virus when I spoke to the Angels team. And and, and then Patrick Ewing, I had saw Patrick in New York because he was playing in the Big East tournament, and we had we sit around and talked a little bit, and I saw his team. So. Patrick and Mike Trout are calling me every few days for my result. And after about the fourth or fifth day, I was feeling awful. I'm like, I got the best baseball player in the world and a really good friend who happened to be one of the greatest basketball players ever. They're calling me waiting on my result and making sure they don't have it. And I'm getting pissed at the hospital. So when I got my result, the first two people I called were Mike Trout and Patrick Ewing. Hmm. I can, I can I understand really, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but now I see. I saw last week that Patrick got it somewhere else. And he's, home do, and he's home doing good now, thank goodness. Charles Barkley with Redmond Vodka. Now, is that made in Homewood? Uh, what part of Alabama? I know you're from Bessemer, right? Uh, no, I'm from Leeds. That's Bo Jackson. Hey, don't confuse me and Bo Jackson. Uh, Leeds. Uh, I've been, you know, I lived in Birmingham for two years back yeah, in the day. Yeah. I was all over, over the mountain. No, you were an over-the-mountain guy, though. No, no, no. Leeds is not over the mountain. It's at the bottom of the mountain. Uh, but, hey, I tell you what, man. I'm going to have to get y'all some uh, a few bottles. We're doing really, really well. We had a really great uh, charity thing. Uh, we started the, uh, the, the, the hospitality fund to raise money uh, for the people who work in the hospitality industry because, man, they're really struggling, really struggling. And uh, Redmond, we've been at the forefront raising money for the hospitality fund. Uh, it's in Avondale. Uh, uh, we're up and running. We're doing great uh, under the circumstances. And, uh, you know, I just want to own a business in my home state. I have been looking for different investments. For the, well, first of all, the reason because the mayors, the mayors in Birmingham sucked, number one. They were mm-hmm. awful. Uh, but I've been trying to open up a business in Birmingham for the last really close to 40 years, and the mayors were awful. And we finally got a mayor who's trying to actually do some good stuff and not line his own pockets. The other mayors were just lining their own pockets, wasn't trying to help anybody. Uh, so I finally got me a decent mayor. So, hey, I got a distillery. We do vodka and gin. And I promise y'all I'm going to get y'all, once we get through this pandemic, I'm going to send y'all some samples. Uh, just to have some fun with it. Oh, man, you know I love vodka. We, Harry and I drink vodka. We just got a case of Tito's. We, our, our, our boss bought us a case of Tito's because we need product every Friday because we, we, we drink We have a happy on, hour. We have a happy yeah. hour every Friday. So we well, need some vodka, Chuck. Well, I tell you what, uh, uh, Tito's is a very good product. I'm not going to bash the competition. <laughs> 
But I want, I'm going hey, to I'm gonna get y'all some Redmond vodka. I'm not a big gin drinker. Uh, but Robin likes gin, though. Robin likes gin. We like vodka. Well, she's got to drink the, the kiss you, so uh, I understand <laughs> that totally. <laughs> no, we only kiss with my mask when we have our masks on, Charles. <laughs> no, but, man, hey, I, I, you, know, you know, Tony, I, I meant what I said earlier. Man, for somebody to be in the business as long as you are, you got to have a lot of talent. Because you, you know, hey, in this business, when it comes to entertainment, if you ain't good at it, you won't be around long. <laughs> and Tony, me and you have been in this thing a long time. <laughs> We've seen a lot of people come and go. You're absolutely right about that, man. I saw when, I mean, you know, I go back to when you were drafted. I remember yelling at you during the Dream Team in 92 about you and Michael going gambling every night down in Monte Carlo when I had you on the air doing a midday show in Philly. What's wrong with going gambling? We were in Monte Carlo. What no, there's nothing, wrong with, no, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Well, speaking of gambling, though, how have you been satisfying your gambling itch with no sports? Well, you know, I, number one, I really only bet on football. Okay. Uh, so, so really, that don't bother me. But it has really sucked. I haven't. They're not going to a casino. Has been brutal. That's the thing. Has been brutal. Uh, but you know what? I, I think I. I, I told a friend of mine, Roy. He, he, he says, "Hey, you think I got a gambling issue when three casinos sent me the same email? Hey, we open it June the first. We have a private airplane waiting on you at the airport." <laughs> I was like, "Man, they must." And then I had three casinos send me emails and we're opening June the first and we'll have a plane waiting at the, on the tarmac for you. So, and we're not uh, even going to be able to go to Tahoe and play up there and gamble. I'm not see. That's the thing, Tony. Tahoe. We're going to be playing all summer, so I'm screwed on Tahoe. Man, that's one of I my mean, favorite events. Yeah, I haven't been the, there. The we pitch. haven't been there in a couple years, and no. that's one of my favorite events ever. And it's year. a photo uh, because we're live on Twitch as well. I posted a photograph of you, Tony, and Har uh, Artie Harvey. Um, it's the three ball dudes. And actually, Tony, living in California, he was almost as dark as yeah, you guys. Yeah, I was nice and dark and <laughs> lovely then because I was living on well, the West Coast, not in Philly. Well, man. You know, Tony, that is the best week of all of our lives that we can Lake Tahoe. Oh, yeah. It's the only it's the only place in the country that's not hot. <laughs> you know, it like it's hot as hell. I don't even know how Tahoe does it. It's a heat wave across the whole country and you get to Tahoe and it's seventy degrees with a little breeze off the water. It's just a great way to spend a week. You know, we obviously we play golf. We love to gamble. We karaoke every night. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I was holding out hope against hope uh, that they were going to still hold a tournament, which they probably are. But look like I'm going to be uh, down at Mickey or somewhere, somewhere like that. Now, because I, I want to see you and, and Tom Brady. That should be the next televised event. Golf you match. Again, yeah, yeah, you and Tom yeah. Brady. I know you challenged him and – so are you going to play golf against Tom Brady one-on-one? -on -one? Hey, anytime, <laughs> anywhere. I, I want some of Tom Brady. Anytime, anywhere. Based, based upon the way he played over his first six holes, did you think he was nervous? Oh, I think every I – th I mean, I think him and Payne were both nervous. Uh, first of all, I think playing with – I think even when I play with a great player – like, I played with um, Joe Smith, the pitcher, 
uh, Justin Verlander, and Dustin Johnson Saturday. And I, I get nervous playing around Dustin because, first of all, it's ridiculous how great he is. Mm-hmm. And I thought he hits the ball. But then time I play with a pro, I'm a little nervous. You know, I talked to Grant Hill one day. He said, oh, yeah, I was playing with Adam Scott and Justin Rose because he got a house down in their development. He said, man, it was really weird. I was nervous playing with those guys. I said, I said dude, anytime you play with a pro, you know they're going to be great. It is nerve-wracking. Uh, so they were nervous playing with Tiger and Phil. But, man, I want to give those guys so much credit because I told you, I said it a couple times on the air. I don't know if y'all could see how hard it was raining. Mm-hmm. Man, it was raining so damn hard down there. And those guys never complained. It was getting dark quickly. I mean, but we raised $20 million, so that's, that's great. But I give those four guys a lot of credit for playing, not complaining in the rain. It was pretty awesome. Great stuff, Charles. It's always great to talk to you, man. Got to get you back on more often since you're going to be working this summer. I mean, I had Ernie on. I've had everybody else on. And, by the way, Ernie did a great job uh, at the beginning of the broadcast talking about why he couldn't be there. Uh, you know, and his son, Michael, has muscular dystrophy, and he didn't want to engage, you know, possibly have his young son pick up a, a, a situation where his respiratory illnesses, he's in a ventilator. And so I'm sure you and everybody else had to feel good about Ernie Johnson, who we all love, not being able to be there. Yeah, you know, Ernie, he's the best. Uh, he's, he's the godfather. But I got to tell you something. That was my first time working with Brian Anderson. He was awesome, man. He did and a good Trevor job. Everman. I mean, Trevor Everman. And Justin Thomas was really good, too. Yep. I mean, he, he sucks as a coach. <laughs> uh, but but he did a fantastic job as an analyst. He he listen. He, ne- he should never go into coaching, but as an analyst, he's got a very bright future. Charles Barkley, his future. He's had a great past, and he's got a great future. He's the best there is. Chuck, always good to talk to you, man. Thanks for popping on with us today. Hey, man, brother. Hey, y'all. Hey, listen, y'all. Please be safe out there. Uh, if anybody, uh, y'all, thank for the first responders and the nurses. But you guys, be safe. Uh, and keep your social distance. And hey, are y'all wearing masks? No, hell no, we ain't wearing masks. We're in the house. I'm in my basement. We're all tested. We haven't been tested, but nobody's sick here. I held my grandson Saturday for the first time in six months that he was born. Wait, are you telling me you having sex with a grandmama now? <laughs> yes, indeed. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Do I qualify as a wait a minute? Yes, you do. Hey, you know, hey, I was waiting on you to hey, I I, I said that to him, but I was waiting on you to pipe in. Yes, you call you you qualify as a grandmother. Oh, I, I don't even know what to say. Well, can I be called something different? Well, see, first of all, you know what? I hate that. I hate that. You know, all these people. Uh, call me Mima, a rah rah, a pappy. I'm like, shut the hell up. Don't be sensitive. <laughs> There's nothing wrong, wrong with grandma and grandpa. Hell no, you're absolutely you're right, right, man. You know what? I actually, I totally agree with you. I'm giving you a hard time. I actually. No, no, well, no, but it, no, but I'm no, I'm serious though. It, it drives me crazy when you hear all, like, and obviously we know a bunch of people like this. Oh, they, I don't, they don't call me grandma and grandpa. I'm like. Are you that sensitive? No, Come I'm not. Come on, you are, 
Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people we know. Oh, yeah, no. But I am. I have a bunch of people that are coming to my defense saying, Miss Robin is a gilf, so I'll take it. You know what? I'll be, I'll be a gilf all year long. All right, Chuck, we got to go, man. I love to talk to you all day, man, but I really appreciate the time, and always good to talk to you, brother. You're welcome. Hey, y'all be safe. Thank you, you Gil. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Gil. Redmont Distilling. That's his yes. name. Redmont. 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 I need some of that product.